0: This year we've been looking at what it means to walk person to person in the body of Christ. And uh, how many of you know that in order to have good relationships, you need to have good boundaries when you're working with people? You know who invented boundaries? God. God invented boundaries so that things would be in order and things would be in place And so God wants us to understand the value of boundaries, those things that are restrictive so that we won't fall off an edge, those things that are in place so that we can have order and peace in our lives. In fact, at the beginning of creation, God set the seasons and the times. The psalmist says this in Psalm 74, 17, you have established all the boundaries of the earth. You've made summer and winter. Go on. He's given us the seasons for times. Those are boundaries for things to grow and harvests to reap and a time of rest for the crops and the seasons and our labors. He set the days in order and he put boundaries of 24 hours for a day, for a reason, for a sign, for a purpose. He's given us time where even the planet spins and the orbits of the moon and the orbits of the sun and the cosmos, all so that there are boundaries and an order to life. Without them, there would be chaos and disruption. They're the laws of God in nature. And if you do not walk according to those boundaries, it will cause harm. How many of you know that? Right? The law of gravity, the boundary of gravity is a beautiful thing <laughs> if you obey it. He goes on, he says this, Acts 17 verse 26, He made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and boundaries of their, boundaries of their dwelling places. So God put in different periods of time and history and in fact this even alludes to the idea that God set the boundaries of nations That's interesting isn't it? that throughout history the just juxtaposition of of people groups and nations and and migrations and shiftings and and nation moving to nation and boundary lines set what would happen if, If we didn't have the boundary of Michigan moving into Ohio, what would we do at the football games of Ohio State and Michigan? We'd be confused. But look at what the rest of this verse, verse 27 says, why he did it, that they should seek God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him. What? The boundaries of nations that God even established, putting Israel where Israel needed to be, putting Babylon where they needed to be, put Russia where they needed to be. They shouldn't be walking into Ukraine right now. There's a boundary of God. And then all the different countries and nations, right? Isn't this interesting? And in fact, that the Hebrew mind would understand that every boundary and fixture God put in place. Why? So that mankind would feel their way, find their way to the greatness of God. In other words, he set people groups up in certain places to draw each other to God. Isn't that interesting? Our God is through all and in all so that he would draw all to salvation. Now, mankind is lost and blind in sin, but even because of the boundaries and the laws he set up, we can feel our way. That's what the verse says. Towards the God of order and the God of life. How many of you want order in life? How many of you want peace in your life? The word shalom in Hebrew means an ordered life. It's not this ethereal uh, feeling ethereal feeling of um the reason we have peace is because things are right and in order that's what i need in my mind that's what i need in my house and in my home and you know how many of you know order means you have to maintain you have to maintain boundaries and that's what god has done he's given boundaries The most beautiful and wonderful boundaries we know are the Ten Commandments, the law of God he established. And within the the law, uh, the Decalogue of the, the Ten Commandments, four of those commandments are keeping boundaries with our life and God, and then keeping boundaries with people. We're to love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, keeping those boundaries secure. Don't let any other God influence you. That's what he said. There'll be no other gods. Don't let there be any other images or ideas that you worship beside God alone. Put a boundary line on that thing. Rest in God on Sabbath. Rest in Him. Your order and your peace, your shalom, comes from Him. Don't let it come from money. Don't let it come from food. Don't let it come from alcohol. Don't let any of these fake ideas of rest and peace Replace the Lord. Put a boundary on that thing. Honor God above all things and keep Him first. Then he goes on and he talks about how to keep boundaries with people. Don't covet what they got. Don't, don't encroach on them, right? Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't steal. Don't murder. These are good boundary lines for any culture in any society. Would you agree with me? We need law. Without law, without boundary lines, there's chaos. We have boundary lines at each street corner with a stop sign. Don't give me no rolling and stop. Stop. Right? Red light, green light. We used to play that as kids. I think people stopped playing it because nobody cares about red light, green lights anymore. You can go right through red lights. Yellow, what's that? Yellow means speed up to most people. These are all boundary lines. Many of us need to have proper boundaries, and many of us are not enjoying the peace of God and the joy of God because you've not secured your boundaries properly. And so we need to study the Word of God in the Scriptures. What what is the value? Why did God put boundaries? So that we would find our way back to Him so that we would keep him secure. God put boundaries so that there could be fruitfulness, seasons, times, days, months, boundaries of nations, boundaries of my house, your house, so that we could have peace and we can always look to God for security. Let me tell you why the value of boundaries. Number one, for safety, well-being of our lives, to protect what is valuable, to protect life itself. When nations go against the the boundaries of God, it will reap the consequences. The original founding fathers established that all men are created equal in this nation, and immediately we broke that law and that boundary, and we didn't treat each other right. We didn't treat all men equal, did we? And all women. No, we didn't. And we reaped a corruption because of it. This nation was split in half because of it. It's still in disorder because we violated the sacredness of life. We're still in a fight right now for the sacredness of human life. Where we simply eradicate it, erase the life of a human being in the womb of a mother. These are violating the boundaries of God. People are saying, you're violating my life. That life is a life created in God. God. And so we've got to watch. There's boundaries for our well-being. When you, when you go to certain places and and you want to look over the edge, they put a railing there. Now you violate that boundary, you're on your own. Right? You ever see guys, you know, they go to the zoo, they want to go look at the lion, they jump over the boundary line? I wouldn't do that. I remember being in South Africa, uh, and going to the game preserves and and basically you just drive your car right through the jungle and they said don't get out of your car to take pictures and they they got stories of people that they don't see any animals around they got out of their car and they're ready to take a picture and as they're taking that picture they didn't see the leopards in the in the brush who were just waiting Whose fault is that? You broke a boundary line. How about you and I? We're wondering what to do with the, with the issues of sexuality. You're breaking boundary lines, right? In the church, sexual purity is, is not even talked about much anymore. Oh, we'll argue against homosexuality, but we don't do anything about fornicators and adulterers. You're breaking boundary lines. Again, it's this simple. And so it's for the safety of our well-being. Any culture, any society needs boundaries. Your house needs boundaries. Your personal life needs boundaries. How many of you know you need boundaries in your head? Think upon these things, not those things. Right? Guard your mind. Guard your eyes. Guard your ears. Put boundaries around them. Secondly, is so that you'd have order in your life, avoiding chaos, disruption. You know, I mean, we've got some people who want to get rid of police. Man, with the morality of individuals, the last thing you need to do is get rid of a police force. If you're not going to govern your own behavior, we need police to govern that behavior. You get rid of the police, and we're in real chaos. And we've seen it in certain cities, haven't we? We need boundaries. But those police better behave in the boundaries they've been taught to behave in. It goes all different way. Boundaries are essential. Are you with me? Have I convinced you yet? It's also Focus. Priorities. Put boundaries along uh, 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 in your life. You have to set a priority of focus. I mean, you can't be all over the map, right? I mean, you've you got to hone in. What is going to be important in your life? Do you want to get married? Put a boundary around that and make that your effort. You're raising children? That should be your focus. You, th- there's a myth out there. You can have it all. I want to be a rock star, and I want to raise a family, I want to have a wife, I want to have kids, I want to have seven boats, I want to have three houses, I want to have this and that, and I can have it all. No, you can't. You can't handle all that. Break down every boundary, and you're in a mess. So you've got to keep focus, and when you want to achieve something, you have to put boundaries around it to secure it and work towards it. Last of all, your achievements. There are boundaries from one level to the next level, to the next level. Right? You operate in the level that you can function in. Before you try to grab too much, get your life secure in one level. Put boundaries around it and then go forward. But we're living too loose. We're living too sloppy. We're just trying to take whatever we can and it's in a, without boundaries in your lives, it's falling through your fingertips. So boundaries are extremely valuable. You know what the Bible calls when you fail in a boundary? When you break a boundary line? A trespass. Right? You ever see signs like that? No trespassing? What's that mean? There's a boundary here and you did what? You went where you shouldn't go. That's a trespass. Let's start with just the trespasses of God's boundary lines in your life. Don't take my name in vain. That's more than just speaking what you say. But if you're going to identify as a Christian, then live as a Christian. There's all sorts of boundary lines to live in as a Christian. Put away sin, put away wrath, put away bad thinking, put away coarse language, put away, right? Uh, drunkenness, put away thievery, put away debauchery, put away adultery, put away all these things. Jeez, there's so many boundary lines. Well, the reason is God wants to protect you. How many of you raised your kid with some boundary lines? I mean, life's about boundaries. Trying to train your kid up and to follow after the boundary lines. They don't, you'll visit them in jail. Which teaches them boundaries. I mean, eventually you're going to get it. Hopefully sooner than later. Don't trespass against God. God had this saying in the Old Testament regularly. He said, do not move ancient boundary lines. The things that God has established, don't you reestablish. The church is popular for this. We're changing the Word of God. We're changing the boundary lines as to what sin is. What truth is. Well, that's your truth. No, it's not. It's His truth. The Word of the Lord says this. Yeah, but but that seems kind of harsh. Well, the result is unsustainable. Without a boundary, this thing's going to fail. And so let's not trespass. I'm I'm speaking this morning in an exhortation, and and I'm expecting that the Holy Spirit is going to start convicting at any minute. Because you and I have trespassed against the laws of God. We've trespassed against the Holy Spirit who electrifies that fence that you're not supposed to walk past. How many of you got zapped by the Holy Ghost? We all want to feel the Holy Spirit up at the altar. Hallelujah, praise God. But then when he convicts you, it's like, I don't know what that is. If you want his outpouring here, he's going to pour out when you're crossing the line. The Holy Spirit wants to correct. The Holy Spirit doesn't want trespassing against him and against others. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our what? Trust. We violated a boundary again. Playing loosey-goosey with God. And then we wonder, gee, why isn't my life better? God... You're supposed to give me everything I want. He said, I'm Fine, can you handle it? Walk a straight line, pal. I'll give you more if you can handle what I give you, but you keep trespassing. Forgive us our trespasses as we what? Oh, now I got to deal with people. They're trespassing all over me. Trespassing, saying things against us, doing things against us. Man, it's a crazy world out there. Everybody's got a chip on their shoulder. Anybody notice how angry everybody is? Man. Getting trampled on, trespassed on. Don't you trespass on somebody else? Don't you you know, we're supposed to be loving and inviting. I'd like to wear a sign that says no trespassing. But we have to be forgiving. We have to care for people. I like what, uh, you know, working with people, you got strange neighbors all around us. You know, there's an old saying that says, good fences make good neighbors. How many of you know that? You ever hear that? I believe in that saying. Some neighbors, your fence needs to be a little higher. Right. What does that mean? What does it mean? I love what Paul says. If it's possible, <laughs> so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with everyone. And I like how he prefaces it. If it's possible. Now, in some situations, the way to make it possible is just stay away from those people. Right? Is that wisdom? There's some people, just don't get in a fight. Just don't deal with it. Just stay away. Put a boundary line around it. (coughs) This always gets me. It's one of the first things as an addict you need to do. Stay away from those people that you used to hang with. But maybe I could save them. Let God do that. You pray and stay away. Put a boundary line till you're secure and strong. Amen? Oh, but I love that guy. Well, don't go to his house again tonight. But maybe he'll love me. Maybe he'll leave his wife for me. Put your boundary lines on. Right? It's possible. Is it possible for... In other words... God is expecting you to be responsible for the boundary lines in your life. You know, growing up in church, I thought God was going to do that for me. I thought God was going to keep me from temptation. Well, God will keep you from temptation if you obey his word. What I came to realize is I'm responsible for my choices. Huh, never thought of that. I thought God was going to stop me before I made a mistake. Oh, he'll talk to you, but you gotta stop. Put the boundaries up. And so, if it's possible, put boundaries. Poor boundaries will lead to resentment, anger, burnout. You need to have boundaries for rest. Some of you are workaholics, you're breaking the boundaries, you're, you're violating your family life. Some of you are more interested in yourself than you are your wife or your husband that violates the marriage covenant some of you are more interested in money than you are your own children that's violating your fatherhood or your motherhood some of you are violating boundaries you're watching things you shouldn't be watching it's a violation of a boundary you're you're taking substance to self medicate which is a violation of the boundary of what God can do for you so boundaries are essential They're called the laws of God. It's called righteousness. It's called holiness. If you would walk in the fruit of holiness, you'll receive love, joy, peace, gentleness, meekness, faithfulness, mercy, goodness, self-control. That's the fruit of living a life of righteousness by the nature of God. Man, who wants that? I will take that over more money any day I could use some cash but I'd still take it over more money any day so boundaries brothers and sisters God set the seasons up he he set the times and the boundaries of human life and the origins of things he established boundaries and what do we do first thing Adam and Eve do first thing Adam this earth is yours the entire physical universe, yours. Put a name on it, buddy. I want you to have ownership. Come on, what is that animal? What, what would you call it, Adam? Come on, what do you call that? I think it's a skunk. <laughs> What'd you call it that for? Because it stinks. Okay, what are you gonna call that thing? Oh, look it, there it goes. I think I'll call it a bird. Good, good, you name it all because it's yours. Just one thing, just one boundary, just one little line. I'm just, you know what, over this entire planet, I'm just drawing one line around a tree. That one. Stay away from it. Piece of cake. You got it, God. First thing, what do they do? Violate the boundary. Break the boundary. And put all of mankind in a state of breaking and trespassing against God. Jesus comes to restore back the ability to obey God instead of our nature. And we war in our nature whether we should trespass against God or trespass against what feels good. How cheap that must be as a slap in the face to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. We don't think of it like that. We think, oops, I tripped. Next time you want to break a boundary line, just go up and slap Jesus in the face. Because that's what we're doing. We're trespassing. Why did God set up all these boundaries? To save our lives to give us blessing, to make us fruitful. Why did you tell your kids what to do and not to do? Because you wanted to see their life go well. He's doing the same. So let's not break any more boundaries. But let's break some of the new boundaries that were set up in our lives. How many of you know That because of our sinfulness, we've established boundaries that are hindering us from entering the fullness of God. Some of you were raised with bad boundaries that were not originated by God, but they were originated from somebody else. Toxic boundaries. Some of us need to have those things broken down. Some of us need to break through what someone hemmed in around us. Maybe you have failed God. Maybe you sinned against God and now shame has put a boundary around you where you think you are of no value to God and God can't use you. You break that boundary down right now. Jesus wants to break it down, kick it down, and tear it apart. The enemy is trying as best he can to hem you in, feeling shame. There are people who have manipulated you You're being manipulated every day. You're thinking that you have to do this. You must do this. A boundary. You can't do this because you're not good enough. You can't do that. I'm stuck in this situation. I have to keep sinning. No, you don't. That's manipulation. Coercion. Being forced. God wants to break these things down. If you're feeling a boundary hemming you in, keeping you from God, Jesus wants you to break it down right now in the name of the Lord. Some of you are bound up by the enemy. He put a false boundary around you. That's what happened with Eve. The serpent came and said, did God say you can't have uh, any of the things? He said, we can't even touch it. God never told him that. They added a boundary line to it to keep him from it, and that's what twisted him up. And and the devil told them, God doesn't want you to be as smart as he is. He's depriving you. Bound her up in a false ideology. God wants to break them down. How about self inflicted boundaries? Spirit of fear. Some of you are under such a spirit of fear. You're watching the news every night, and the news is manipulating you into a spirit of fear. The news right now is trying to control you. The the government, the nations, the ideologies are trying to put a control on us. Can somebody reference this? You understand what I'm saying? The information coming in, and it's creating fear. We've got more people based on fear. You wanna break out of that boundary? Move to faith. Break that spirit of fear and walk in faith. Some of you are walking in shame, it's self inflicted boundaries. Some of you are walking in sin, self inflicted. Some of you are walking in unforgiveness. You had boundaries, someone violated it, and now you're so angry at them, you put your own boundary around your heart to, let, to ask forgiveness. So there's boundaries we put on ourselves that should not be there. Amen? And so God wants us to deal with these boundaries. I want to close with a story. Found in Luke 13. Luke chapter 13, verses 10 to 17, it says this. Now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and there was a woman who had been disabled. She had a disabling spirit for 18 years. Later on, he goes on to say that this was a demonic spirit. A demon had put a boundary on her life, on her physical body, for 18 years. And she spent every Sunday in church. Nobody there to help her. Nothing to relieve her. She was bound by the enemy. For 18 years, she was bent over and couldn't straighten up. When Jesus saw her, man, how many of you, oh, thank God for that. That's right there. (laughs) When Jesus saw her, how many of you need Jesus to see you today? When Jesus sees us, when Jesus sees us, he called her over and he said, woman, You are free. You are loosed from your disability. What did he do? He broke off that boundary that the enemy put on her. He laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight, and she glorified God. Hallelujah. And then come the boundary police. Don't you love this? The rulers of the synagogue, the religious people. The people who watch over boundaries. They were indignant because Jesus healed on the Sabbath. How dare you violate the Sabbath by performing a miraculous healing in our synagogue. Wow, can things get that twisted? And Jesus said, there are six days in which Work ought to be done. He's talking about the boundaries God set. Come on those days and be healed, but don't come on the Sabbath day. And that wasn't Jesus, that's the Pharisees. You can work six days. Look at our day of rest, you're not supposed to do anything. Jesus said this, you hypocrites, do not each of you on a Sunday untie your ox or uh, his donkey from the manger and lead it to water. And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for 18 years, be loosed from the bondage on a Sabbath day? Your donkey's bound up, you loosen it and bring it to water. You're telling me because what you think is a religious boundary line of peace that God can't move? This woman, being a daughter of Abraham, what's the expectation? She's inheriting all the blessings of Abraham. You should be loosed in what better day than the day of rest. As he said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame and all the people rejoiced at all the glorious things that were done by him. Boundaries, right? The enemy bound someone's life up. The religious group bound up that woman. She should have found healing Why did it have to take 18 years? As long as you keep your religious rules. Jesus saw her, brought her free. He said, she's a daughter of Abraham. How many of you are sons and daughters of Abraham? How many of you have the inheritance of Abraham? Jesus is the promised seed of Abraham. Everything that was promised in this Old Testament through Abraham, through the prophets, all pointed to Jesus, and Jesus fulfilled them all. And so he wants to break down every demonic bondage that's in your life. He wants to break off every religious attitude that's in your life and hindering you from the full inheritance that is yours in Christ Jesus. And the way for you to maintain it is then to walk in the boundaries of righteousness of God. There's good boundaries. There's bad boundaries. And we're the ones who are supposed to teach the world how to walk before the Lord and keeping boundaries.